0: Hello, New England and Rochester, New York and beyond, man. It is The Room Podcast. And tonight, starting off the show with me is John Piersma, who'll be fighting a week from this Saturday, fighting for CFFC 101, October 2nd. It's Saturday night, I do believe, right, John? Uh, It's a day card. Oh, it's a day, but so a Saturday day.
1: Yeah, so uh, the Main card starts at 1.30. I think they said I'd be
0: fighting around 3-ish. Excellent. And as we know, CFFC is huge on fight pass, and they are a huge gateway to the UFC. So, John, man, your fourth trip as a pro, I believe this is your third fight for uh, CFFC, correct?
1: Yep,
0: third. So, fourth pro fight, third third CFFC fight. Yep, so how is, um, how's it going, man? It's your fourth fight, I think, within... Uh, you know, is it in a year's time, your fourth pro fight? Uh, yeah, I think about 10 months. That That's not bad, man, considering uh, your first fight was uh, kind of scrapped because uh, your first opponent got ill, but you rescheduled that. Cause you, so you could have, like, maybe a, a couple of more fights under your belt if things had gone correctly. But things have uh, gone pretty good for you with getting four fights within a year anyway, man. So what's the progression like uh, since that first pro, pro fight? Uh, yeah,
1: no, I'm, I'm glad I've been able to stay so busy. Um, I mean, ever since I started fighting as an amateur, I've always fought at least four times a year. Um, well, yeah, I'm just glad that, especially with all the COVID stuff earlier this year, I put my, um, pro career on pause. I was supposed to make the pro debut right when COVID first started. and um, I'd wait all the way till uh, December of last year, but, um, yeah, fourth fight, um, within a year. Um, so pretty much, I've just been nonstop training in camp for the last ten months to a year. Um, but yeah, it's been it's been good. I think I've grown. I've come a long ways since that first pro fight. Um, so yeah, it's good. I think I'm getting better every time out, and uh, I'm going to show that I'm better than last time in this fight.
0: Well, I know you added a couple of things from uh, you know that that last training camp, especially especially a strength and conditioning coach that really helped you out. Uh, Now this is your second camp with him. How is that progressed? And uh, what are you feeling? I know you uh, said you made leaps and bounds with your strength and how you felt going into uh, that third fight. Now it's your fourth, and it's your second uh, full training camp, I guess, with him. How's it feel? And uh, any difference from uh, that that first training camp with him?
1: Um, It was good. I mean, it went went great again. Um, I think the difference is this time, though, between when my last fight ended... When we started our, I think, nine-week nine week camp for this fight, I had that four or five weeks in between um, where we really just focused on, you know, strength training and uh, putting on a little extra muscle mass and um, a little size. Um, so I think that's going to make a huge difference. Um, so I put on, you know, a little bit of mass. and um, So we started a little bigger for this camp but cut down um, – to uh a good weight where the weight cut's gonna be good and smooth just like last time so i think that's gonna show and that's gonna also make a difference is having that little bit of time to really focus on the strength um in that little off period
0: excellent well i uh got a picture up here right now what's the name of uh the camp or uh the strength and conditioning facility
1: uh, so, the uh, my the head strength conditioning coach is Nick Mancuso, and his gym is Elevate 585 in Rochester, New
0: York. Excellent, man. Now, this is, you know, as we say, this is your second camp. Uh, was that something that you always thought of adding, was uh, strength and conditioning? Because I know you had come from a football background, so I would imagine you were getting a lot of that then. But did you ever think of adding it in, or was it just a, a piece of the puzzle as a, as a growing professional MMA fighter?
1: Uh, yeah, I mean, it was always something I was interested in, but, um, up until that point, I was always just, kind of, I mean, I played sports growing up and lifted. So, I mean, I had an idea and, um, I would do my own thing and it, I mean, it was working to that point. Um, but then Nick reached out to me cause he, I had known him previously. He trained a little bit at my gym. So he reached out, um, said he was interested in bringing me in and talking to me about maybe working with me. Um, so we did that, we came to a deal and, um, yeah, so then I just realized how valuable it was after the first camp. So after, you know, working with him now for, I don't know, going on five months, um, I realized what I was missing and how much of a difference it made. So yeah, I'm going to definitely no going back now.
0: Excellent. I, I know you've been busy, like we said. This is going to be a fourth pro- professional fight. Uh, you got in some jiu-jitsu in between there, some uh, competition there, got in some roles in this uh, last year also. Uh, that was a big thing before, uh, I, I would imagine, you turned pro. You were, I mean, that's that that's a strong part of your MMA game right there, is is your submission game. So uh, you stayed busy with that in between fights, correct?
1: Uh, yeah, I haven't, over the last year i mean i got to once or twice but um i haven't been able to keep compete as much because i've been so busy with the fighting and focusing on that but um yeah i love uh the, just the grappling aspect and that's um how i really started more so and um i, I love competing i love going to the tournaments and stuff um and when i'm done fighting that's probably more what i'll transition into focusing on but um yeah when i, when I have free downtime I, I like trying to get in as many tournaments and matches i can because they're more fun not less less stress than a fight so they're, they're more you know for fun and i enjoy them but uh yeah over this last year i've just been so busy with fighting and training that i really have not had time but yeah it's something i really enjoy doing
0: excellent man well dude uh let's talk a little bit about cffc your last fight was for maverick i do believe uh your first fights were two first two fights for cf cffc then you went to maverick for a fight correct
1: uh, yeah, first two CFFC and my last one was Maverick. Now I'm with uh, CFFC for the next three.
0: Yeah, so and you we- you uh CFS CFFC reached out to you uh, for to to sign you cause, because because uh, they saw something special out of you. I would imagine just like you know a a, a lot of people are really now focusing on that, John after three uh finishes in his three first professional fights man is the real deal what was that uh that feeling like when uh you got the message that hey they i mean because when they sign you uh you're a prospect of theirs and they're gonna focus a lot of time and a lot of media on you so what was that feeling like to you know uh get over that hurdle that one of these major organizations is really interested in you uh yeah it was
1: awesome um they were kind. Of, they had. They, they kind of were talking to me after the second fight um, about maybe trying to work something out, and it didn't really happen. So then I did that fight with Maverick. Um, I won that fight, and then after that one, um, we really got together with them and figured a deal out. So yeah, that it was great, you know, being with them for the next three fights at least. Um, they're, you know, outside of UFC, Bellator, and those guys, they're you know probably one of the top regional organizations you can be in and you know they're putting guys in the UFC you know seems like weekly nowadays and so yeah this is the place to be to get to where I want to go so yeah it was it was a big it was a big thing being able to get that contract and you know now obviously being one of their prospects and um yeah it'll be a little bit different than the first two times when um they kind of they're kind of last minute um flights they offered me and it's a little bit different now I got the whole Nine weeks. I knew I was fighting for them, and so yeah, it's good all the way around.
0: Well, is there anything? Oh, is there anything on um, that you know has changed as far as that? Is there more? Uh, have you been getting any media attention? Have you? I mean, this fight's coming up. Have they reached out to you? Have you been getting any little promos with them for the fight, or is it still too early in your career? Because this fight, uh, as it says on the poster, it's a welterweight uh contender fight so explain explain what that means and if you've been getting the attention of a welterweight contender fight
1: uh yeah no it, it's definitely i can tell a difference now um well one being the co-main event so that's i mean makes it more of a big deal um and uh yeah just reaching out for interviews with different people and um i actually did an interview with john morgan the um the commentator guy first question guy you got the first question guy calling you right (laughs) yeah so i so i did one with him yesterday so obviously that's a difference um and yeah the contenders thing i don't we didn't really specifically talk specifics about that but i think you know as long as i handle this take care of business win this fight um you know maybe there's a title shot coming up sooner or later um i'm not really super worried about that time because um at this point just winning it's you know but uh yeah, I mean if I just win this fight and then um yeah, maybe a title shot's gonna be coming eventually. Um, but yeah. Um I can definitely tell a difference. Yeah.
0: Excellent. Well, dude, uh you uh not only are you signed by them, but the competition is going up now. I mean, uh three finishes, uh three subs, you are you know, I don't know when the voting, it must stop stop at the end of the year, but you were in line for a submission of the year, correct? For yes. CFFC. When did you have, you heard anything about that? I mean, you know, there's probably a there's few more cards before the end of the year, so I would imagine I have to go all the way to the end of the year for that. Uh,
1: yeah, so I remember back in like April when I, I hit that on my father. I did that interview with the um, UFC Fight Pass guy. And uh, he said at the time, I mean, it was up there for like, I think that was UFC Fight Pass um, submission of the year. He was talking about, I think CFFC does their own awards. Um, I don't know. I mean, I'm sure at the end of the year, they do all their voting and stuff. So I'll hear more about it then. But yeah, I mean, it'd be cool if I won it. And um, But um, yeah, we'll see. I'm sure something at the end of the year I'll hear about. And I'm sure there'll be some kind of voting and fan voting, this and that. So um, yeah, we'll see at the end of the year.
0: Well, uh, you still got this fight coming up Saturday, and who knows? The year's still young for you. I mean, you got this will be a fourth fight in ten months or so. You can get a couple in more uh, at the end of the year, but CFFC is gonna take you and uh, take you along slow. I'd imagine they're gonna give you a you know a, a proper training camp for that next opportunity. Uh, but let's talk about this opponent, John. I mean, he's five and zero, all all finishes. I believe four uh, four are subs. He's got a TKO in there. Uh, no slouch in his amateur career. I think he might have had one loss in his amateur career, man. So, like we said, the the talent steps up as uh the fights go under your belt. So let's talk about this opponent and uh, the danger fighting another guy that's more of a grappling uh, uh guy like yourself, man. Are you excited to uh you know be able to challenge and go against someone that you know is submitting people just like you?
1: Uh yeah, no, he's uh definitely tough. Um 5 and 0 obviously you don't you don't get to 5 and 0 professionally without being a good fighter. Um you know, we've been watching tape and breaking stuff down. Um uh his his grappling is definitely his su- strong suit, which um is definitely my strong suit also. So if it goes to that that realm um I mean, obviously I feel comfortable. Um I'm sure he's going to be tough. He's going to be he looks like a strong guy. Uh, he was an ex-football player like me, so um, he was an athlete his whole life. Um, yeah, he'll be tough. Um, I'm at the point now where I'm expecting, you know, everyone's going to be a hard fight. Um, I haven't really had easy fights to this point, and I don't expect to get easy fights going forward. Um, it's just, you know, to get to where I want to be, I'm not the easy fights aren't going to do anything for me. So, yeah, you know, when they offered it 5-0, oh, I said, uh, yeah, let's do it.
0: Now, but, was, was there other was there other matchups to choose from, or was like that the first one uh, that uh, you know came across the table?
1: Uh, I, they sent over a couple guys. I think um, they were all five and zero, oh, so um, there wasn't really much difference in them. So I mean, we just said, yeah, we'll take this fight. Um, but uh, yeah, no, they, they didn't offer at this this point. I mean, just fighting CFFC itself, they don't bring in slouches for anybody. I mean, you got to be a good fighter to fight for CFFC. So, um, you yeah, know, there's not, not going to be any easy fights now or going forward. So, you know, because I see some of these guys who are, you know, 5-0, and 6-0, but then you go and look through their record, and it's like, who, where are they fighting these guys that they're fighting? You know, they're fighting like two guys that are 2-10, you know, 1-9. And, you know, I, I've, I've never got those fights, but, you know in the long run, they're not really helping me. So it's all good.
0: Um, well, my man, a week from this Saturday during the day, uh, is, um, man, does that change anything for you? I imagine, uh, weigh-ins, uh, earlier, I would imagine, uh, on Friday since it's a day, uh, a day event. I
1: think, um, I still haven't got official word on weigh-in time. Um, Lars, I've, been bugging him, and he's he's been asking. They still haven't gave him uh, official time, but he's thinking probably earlier in the day, around noon, probably. I'm guessing. Um, but yeah, it, it's it'll be a little different. You know, usually I fight, you know, eight, nine, ten o'clock. Um, this will be three, about three o'clock. I think they probably think I'll probably fight. And so it'll be a little bit different, but you know, not a bad thing. It's almost nice. I don't have to sit around all day think about it, yeah. you know, get up. Exactly. Get well,
0: well, I like, you know, I know you like to celebrate a little bit after, uh, after you get a win, man. Uh, what is, uh, yeah. uh, what is this fourth win? If your hand gets raised, you know, on, on October 2nd, what is that, what does that do for you? I mean, we, the contenders are, I know you got three fights with CFFC, but if the contender calls, uh, comes calling or, or something like that, uh, man. You know, there's a possibility there. You know what I mean? What's the feeling like? Because you know, it's about getting wins under your belt, and you're doing it with uh, finishes and you know f- subs of the year, qualifiers. Man, what's another win you think does do for your career? And and you know, what do you what do you what are your expect expectations by the end of uh, 2021?
1: Um, you know, I don't,
0: I don't, I try not to think about
1: that too much. I just know that. As long as I go out and win this fight, it's going to open up more opportunities, um, bigger opportunities. Um, But the biggest thing is just go to win. Um, I can't really control what happens after. So I don't really think about that because I I haven't even been fighting for pro for a year yet. Um, Obviously, I want to be in the UFC. Obviously, I want to get to all those stages. But um, there's no super rush right now. The biggest thing is just winning, obviously. Um, Go in there, handle business, get a win. And then... um, good things come. So, yeah, I'm not, I'm not looking ahead too much or thinking what will be if I win or what could happen. It's just kind of go in, win, and get back to training and uh, see see who comes calling.
0: Excellent, my man. Well, John, uh, last thing I I, I uh, ask you before I let you give shout-outs and uh, the, probably the 100 sponsors you have listed, if you have them, um, you know, what's left to do? We're, uh, what, a, 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 a little uh, under a... A week and a half you know this night's over so uh it's coming close what's left to do in the the final days before uh you hit that cage
1: uh i mean at this point it's just um tightening some things up um working on some last minute details um next week's more about just staying loose um getting that uh weight right making weight um Yeah, the hard part's really over with. Uh, I got maybe tomorrow and Friday are my last couple hard workouts. And then um, the rest of next week is, like I said, just get the weight right, Um, work on some last-minute details. But, uh, yeah, the the hard part's done. Now it's just a weight game, which is the I hate the week of is the worst because you're just sitting around waiting, making weight,
0: waiting for the fight.
1: So, yeah, at this point it's just um, the small things and making weight
0: excellent my man well congratulations on everything in uh, you know since that first fight i think in December 2020 uh when you made your pro debut bro uh great things coming out of you uh you're finishing people and you're making highlight reels, brother and hopefully and uh I'm certainly uh we're gonna get some uh, spectacular uh footage of you in a week and a half and uh man get your hand raised man. And, uh, you know, come back on the show after and we'll talk all about it and, uh, you know, what's next in this journey of yours, man. But you're doing it, and uh, congratulations, bro. Yeah, I
1: appreciate it. I can't wait. Can't wait to get back in there. Um, keep it rolling.
0: Excellent. I mean, uh, anything, uh, shout-outs, anything you want to say before I let you go?
1: Uh, just uh big shout-out to all my sponsors. Um, you know, it means so much. Yeah. Um, yeah, all my friends and family, teammates, coaches, um, you know, they really helped me so much, and uh, I probably wouldn't be at this point without them, but, um, yeah, just a big shout-out to everyone who's helped me. Um, and um, Saturday, next Saturday, October 2nd, get in there, get this done for, every, for all of them.
0: Excellent, man. Well, John, thanks for giving me the time, uh, you know, so close to fight, uh, fight day. Uh, but we'll all be watching. We'll be rooting for you. I know uh, I'll be hanging out with Lars and All right. So, uh, all right. I got to get that out of there. All right. Uh, Matt Bissette should be. I just got to get all this shit out of here uh, right now. Uh, there we go. Get that out of there. I got to get John's name out of there. There we go. Let's get Matt up here. Because I have Matt Bissette. Uh, CES featherweight world featherweight champion and uh lightweight world champion coming on to talk about his monumental finish uh, last Friday night and making history. So uh, there we go. So let me see if Matt is ready. It's saying that my, my stream's lagging a little bit, but I don't give a shit. It is what it is. All right. So Matt, if you hear me right now, you can call me if you'd like. If you would like, oh shit. I think I, oh, there it is. So let me see if uh, this connects. All right, I'm gonna call Matt right now and uh, see if, um... oh cool, he should answer. Matt was out to dinner tonight with friends, so. uh, Hey, what's up champ champ? Hey buddy. Hey, let me just What's get up? your face up here. All right, let me just move you into focus. You're live right now, Matt. So, uh, what are you eating? Cereal or something? You just came from dinner. What are you eating? <laughs> Ice cream. <laughs> Did you? All right. So you didn't? Didn't you just have dinner, or was that a while? About, a while ago.
2: Well, I went to dinner. I got a sushi with my buddy Dan. Okay. Uh, out in Bristol, and I had to come home. On the way home, my wife needed something printed at Staples, so I stopped at Staples. The printer wasn't working, so we had to go to a different printer. That printer wasn't working, so I had to ask them to print it. It's like this whole thing. And I finally got home. That's why it's, I'm running a little bit behind.
0: That's awesome. So the ice cream is from home that you didn't pick yep. that up on. Oh, excellent, man. So I'm sure you uh, celebrated with a lot of sweets after that. Fight. I don't know if you got a sweet tooth or it's just ice cream, but, you know, um, how was the celebration afterwards? I know it probably hasn't stopped yet. You went to dinner tonight. Uh, you probably had dinner with the family, or that's getting ready to happen. I know we had a big after party that you might have had. You know, uh, you know, have recouped from. So, man, how's everything been going since uh, Friday night, brother?
2: Food is good, <laughs> <laughs> um, dude. Because I cut to fifty five, I didn't have to diet too too much. Um, you know, it. I, I dieted down to like one sixty one, one sixty two. I actually, I actually cut too much weight at first. Um, I was I usually do two nights. Like I cut the night before, half the day of, and. I got in the at the 162 down to 155, and I was like, "Oops, I didn't mean to do that." <laughs> and, and I I drank back like three or four pounds. The next day, I cut again. I cut down to 150, uh, 2.8 and I was like, "Oh my god, that was way too <laughs> that was too much." So I drank a couple. I drank a Pedialyte and a water, and then uh, I finally weighed at 155. But like that was all over the place. I didn't cut to 55 in so long that I didn't. I know what the hell I was doing.
0: Well, you did but, talk about, you know, leading up to that fight, you, you, you went in some supreme shape. So, uh, you know, the body's just burning. The body's just burning, Matt.
2: Yeah, I mean, you're right. I cut to 45 for uh, eight years or something like that, that uh, my body was just so used to sweating, sweating, sweating when it gets to a certain weight and losing that weight that I think uh, – it just it just kept on sweating, like I got out of the bath both times, just pouring sweat. I could have just sat in there longer, obviously. Yeah, I might make 145, you know. Um, I mean, I definitely would have been able to make, able to make 145 because I'd done it from 162 yeah. many, many times, but. Um, I'm glad I didn't have to. <laughs>
0: <laughs> well, how'd the body feel? Uh, like you said, you have fought at that weight, but it's been a it's been a, a while. Uh, How would it feel? I mean, it looked outstanding there. Matt. I mean, Matt, you filled out. Um, you know, uh, we don't we're not used to seeing you b- a bigger dude in there. And uh, man, you looked great as far as shape in there. Would the body feel like compared to you know your last fight at featherweight at uh, lightweight? Oh,
2: uh, dude, it's night and day. um I, I never lost my legs. Like a lot of times when I, uh, when I cut weight, I'd say every time when I cut weight to 45, I lose my legs and like the size of my butt, size of my legs goes down a little bit. I don't get that back for like three, four weeks. Um, it takes a while. So like some of my power, right from your legs, right from the ground up. So a lot of my power is, uh, is lost when I cut to 45. Although I can still, I still have the knockout power. Some of it is lost. Uh, some of my speed is lost because of that so I don't have that same kind of explosion, the same kind of uh, 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 quickness because there's n- my legs are kind of lost. Um, also, when I um, rehydrate after cutting, it usually takes like or a little over a day to to feel like my legs are okay to fight. Um, but my legs were never lost. so uh, I was dude I could have could have ran 10 miles that day you know my legs were great and it's uh it was just really really nice to have that kind of energy I was very fast fast. I was hitting hard um and I was and I was really dialed in
0: well you (laughs) you were you were stalking him until the finish Matt I mean outstanding and you uh you know you made a post on um Instagram showing like you know, you did that spin, spinning heel hook, and you're talking about just missing. And and I put a uh, put a little uh, thing. I said everything what but the kitchen sink was thrown in that fight by you, man. Uh, just uh, an outstanding performance on your feet, and just you know grappling finishing with the triangle. But Matt, uh, you were beating the hell out of this kid, and he was taking a beating. And we talked about this leading into that fight that he was going to be in shape. And we know when you're in shape, man, uh, it's not easy to put you out. I mean, everything's firing. That kid uh, was tough as nails, man. And that's a fight to be appreciated uh, when you got to work so hard to put him out and you finally do. What was the feeling like when you were connecting and he wasn't dropping? Uh, what was the feeling like eventually I'll get this guy? But damn.
2: <laughs> you know what? Um, it, it doesn't faze me. I just it. If the tree's not falling, I keep on chopping. You know, that's just how I, it's how I work. Um, it doesn't phase me at all. Like, if I hit you with everything I got and you don't fall, I go, okay, I'll just hit him again. You know, it's not like, oh, no, he's not fading. Because I can fight forever. It's not like I need somebody to to be, uh, you know, I need to finish somebody in the first or second round because I'll go 10 rounds. Um, you know, the longer a fight goes, the more it favors me, I, I feel like, because uh, I'll fight forever. Uh, so uh every time i hit him i felt him kind of just like uh losing a little bit more a little bit more on his power meter um i hit him to the body with a really good uh uh liver shot and i i felt him like like one of those and i was like "Ooh, that was really nice he's faking more um so like i can kind of put myself back in the fight right now and and uh, think of each each shot that i landed that took more and more energy away but you know uh you know, we'll go back to video games here. Like, you know, you, you hit somebody and their power meter goes away, power meter goes away. It almost seemed like I was, it was like Mike Tyson's punch out where you beat this guy so many times and he gets his power meter back oh, a little bit, yeah. you know, because he, this dude, he, he regenerated quick. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. He's very, very tough. He was very tough. Um, and if you think about the fight too, like um, I wobbled him three times. I dropped him once. He lost his foot and gets a kid because uh, I wobbled him hard and yeah, I dropped him. And uh, I had him in uh, a tight rear naked choke. I went for uh, a, another rear naked after that. He, he defended both of those. He defended an arm bar. Um, he slipped out. He defended the arm bar, so I got on top. Um, like, he, he never looked for an out. And a lot of times when you're fighting somebody and you feel them tiring and they know they're losing, they look for an out. They start to give up slowly. They get in their own head. Um, these things happen in the fight. You know, people look for the back door. You know, some people look for the back door before the fight starts, but that's for another conversation. Uh, you know, but, uh, you know, he never did. He never did. He kept fighting. and uh, um, I mean, he, he's such a gamer, man. I was uh, really, really honored to fight somebody that tough for my last fight.
0: Well, my friend, uh, I didn't know, you know, I didn't know it was going to be your last uh, hurrah in that cage. I mean, I'm, you know, I expected you might, Get in, you know, fight again. But man, what was that feeling like? We'll talk about that feeling. But what was the feeling when you finally sunk in that that uh triangle and you knew uh you know history was being made and that crowd was just gonna roar for you and uh you know that that feeling, Matt. You haven't had it, and it was something that a goal that you said is gonna put a nail in the coffin for you. So man, what was that feeling like?
2: Well, dude, that that combination uh, I've done. I mean, I don't. Countless times, I've taught it countless times uh, to my students. Where you take the back, you're going for the rear naked. He's defending well. He's he's not defending like this. He's defending like this with his arms up. A lot of times, the guys are defending like this with their arms up. It's really hard to get underneath the neck. That's just a really uh, effective way to defend the rear naked choke. And he was doing it. um, He was kind of going over either shoulder, going onto his side. It was just it. It was getting uh, not frustrating, but it was almost like. All right, I could sit here and, and work for rear naked for the next four minutes, or I can drop off, get a kimura grip, um, on this underhook, and, and go for an armbar. So I did that the first time he slipped out. I did it the second time, and uh, I heard Jeff towards on the first armbar, uh, Jeff Adad, he said he said uh, the uh, the reverse triangle's there. And I I don't I don't can't tell you how many times I've done that exact combination. Armbar is not working. And you kind of, like, loosen up your your top leg a little bit, let him slip his head through, create that pillow, and, and set the re, uh, reverse triangle. So the second time I did it, I, I initially got the armbar and was right away. Well, I didn't even think about the armbar at all. I was just, like, lean off to the right side, let him pop his head through. He popped his head through, and I, I cinched it up. And the fight was over at, yeah. at that moment. Because I finished it so many times. Nobody has ever escaped in ever, ever, ever. <laughs> very, very tight. And, um, you know, I, I knew it was going to happen before it happened. And, uh, yeah, dude, it was like, I, I was saying in a, an in interview with Mike Heck, like when I fight all 36 fights, I've never thought of anything ever other than the fight. You know, if something's going on in my personal life, um, at all, I have never thought about it one time, not once. Um, and I, and before fights, I'm always like, am i going to think about this am i going to think about that what's going to go through my head when this happens uh, you know and never i've never thought about anything uh other than the fight so all i was thinking about was the fight at that moment but as soon as he tapped i didn't think about the flight at all all i thought about was like this like tremendous release that i got just knowing that like uh i was the first two division world champ for ces i was you know uh that's fighting with 36 that i got in the cage like I, I I did it, I didn't take any damage whatsoever, I felt good, fought amazing, and like, my family and I had uh, lined up this to be the last fight for a long time, so um, it was like, I was like, finally, I'm done, you know, I don't have to think about what's next ever again.
0: (laughs) Excellent, my (laughs) man. Well, dude, uh, you know, it was a surprise to me, I thought you might have another fight, but man, uh, you know... Kudos to you. I know everything is working out in your life as far as uh, personal life, the family, uh, work, and all that other stuff, man. Uh, what's Matt, I know you own, you know, you own the gym, uh, pod owner are there. Uh, you know, how far is Matt going to step away from, you know, from the MMA and the MMA world? Are you going to, uh, you're going to be in it for the, you know, your whole life. But is there, what? what is, Matt's plan as far as is there commentary is there is there a podcast that Matt can do every so often like uh, you're going to be part of MMA in New England no matter what uh what do you think is uh what do you think could be your next uh kind of profession in, in in the MMA world if it happens
2: I don't know bro well, that's a great question um I'm obviously uh, a coach for the rest of my life I'm always yeah. I'm obviously uh, a student for the rest of my life so um As far as training goes, the only thing that changes is I won't have fight camps. I'm still going to train as much as I can. Like that's what I love to do. It's my fitness. You know, it's not. It's not just my fitness. It's for like my mental health as well. I absolutely love it. It makes me feel uh, you know fulfilled and at ease. And you know, if there's any kind of stress at all at work, at home, whatever, like it completely just vanquishes all that shit. So like uh, you know, that's something I need in my life. So I'll have that forever. As far as like uh, how I can be of service to the MMA, MMA community, I don't know. Maybe I'll, uh, maybe I'll uh, do some guest commentating. That'd be dope. Um, for sure, I, I could do that. I mean, I've done it a few times. So I could do it again. Um, Podcast, maybe. Maybe I'll be like guest on podcasts and stuff, but I don't know. Um, for now, I'll just take a step back and uh, enjoy this.
0: Excellent, my man. Well, like you said, you'll be training. You'll be doing all that. You'll also be getting fighters ready for their fights because you have a ton, a ton of young young fighters under you. I mean, fighters that are in uh, the UFC now that you're going to help get ready. And, uh, you know, you've helped through their whole career into the, uh, up to this point. So, man, you're, uh, you're an integral part of uh, New England MMA and beyond. You're, uh, you know, a great role model for MMA in New England. And, and Matt, as far as, you know, uh, I'm gonna let you go in a couple of minutes, but you know when I first come onto the scene, I don't know if it was like six years or so, you were the first um, local fighter that I attached myself to, as far as because you allowed me to. I think you know I was messaging fighters to try to get in the game, try to get, uh, you know, interviews or whatever. You didn't know me from a hole in the the ground or whatever, and I just you know sent you a message, hey, can I write or uh, you know can I talk or write an article about you? And, dude, it was like you were very appreciative that, you know, someone reached out to do this. So from that, you know, from that point on, I followed you. I wanted to, you know, and then I watched everything that has perspired since the last six years, man. And it couldn't have gone any better for me for you, man. You are a true. uh pioneer in New England and beyond, dude, and just being able to, you know, be able to interview you and watch you, uh, you know, get to the UFC and get to that goal and then make history in New England to seal it, man, is, uh, something, you know, very, very nice and something I'll always remember, dude, because like I said, uh, you always will be and, uh, are my favorite fighter in New England and, uh, man, you've proved it to so many people out there and, you know, you know, when you went to the UFC and everything, I had to let you go because the big boys were all over you and stuff like that. And even when you were here, the big boys were over you. But, you know, you came back to me, Matt, and you made history. And I got to interview, <laughs> <laughs> I got to interview you one more time in your fighting career, uh, you know, before and after. So, man, it's a pleasure uh, to follow you. And, and, you know, thank you for letting me in. And you know, from that point on, CES let me in, and I was at all them fights on, and I was part of, uh, you know, media, and you know, I haven't stopped since. And you were a main reason for that, Matt. So thank you uh, very much for all that.
2: Hi, man, you're crushing it now. You know, I remember our our first interview. Um, you were nervous. You were nervous, and like, I, there's a few uh, a few people like uh, Mike Heck when he first started. Um, I was one of his first few. Uh, uh, Nolan, he, I was his first interview he ever did on camp um and like everybody was nervous and I think beforehand I was like yeah, relax man it's just yeah. a conversation big deal and they were like so appreciative and it's like at the same time like I remember where I was my first uh interview I was be I can't remember who it was but I remember I was like nervous it's like what am I gonna say and like the camera's on you what yeah. are you gonna do and it's like it's it's you build up this kind of like this hype in your own head of, of how, how scary things are if you don't know how to do it, which is fighting, right? If you don't know how to do it or you've never been in there, it's the most terrifying thing in the world, right? I got to tell you, after 36 fights, it's still terrifying. <laughs> but at the same time, you know what to expect, right? And that's kind of how where you are. Yeah. You've done podcasts now, you know, how many interviews. You're not afraid anymore, but you're still like, what if I slip up? You know, what if I what if I mess up? You know, but you know how to c- recover. Yeah. It's not a big deal, yeah. right? You, just know how to, you know, how to fix it. So, um, yeah, man, it's always an honor talking to you and I, I appreciate every call from yeah. the first one to the last. Appreciate every call.
0: Excellent. I man. well, it won't, it definitely won't be the last one because I know, uh, we'll be chatting down the line for, uh, about mm-hmm. something. Uh, so Matt, uh, last thing, man, I'll, uh, you know, shout outs and, uh, you know, thank yous and I'll let you go and, and, uh, you know, enjoy, uh, enjoy your night with the family.
2: I don't know. I don't have any, uh, sponsors. There's no fight coming up. <laughs> There's no, uh, uh, you know what? It's, uh, it's funny. Like I've always, I re- I've thanked all the fans. I've thanked all my friends and, uh, and I could, I could thank them again, but then to just be like, I'm. what are you just repeating yourself over and over? Um, I'm just, I'll leave you with this. Like, I'm happy with my decision. I am, um, forever. I'll be a fighter. Um, Forever I'll want to get back in there, um, but I'm just I'm happy that I don't have to deal with uh, that kind of stress, like, understanding, like, what my head goes through on a daily basis is a lot. Uh, even even now, not competing in MMA, I, I still think of fighting all, all day, every day, and even before MMA existed, I thought of fighting all the time. I got in fights in school growing up, and it was just, like, this is, like, violence, it just clouded my brain um and it still does a little bit but um it's just nice know it's nice knowing that i don't have to like uh um compete and, and and uh and do that anymore because it's just one less thing that i have to worry about uh although this this violence will still stick in my head and i can just train and, and that's that'll be con- i'll be content with that
0: excellent uh last question for you is uh the beard and uh stash there gonna be uh, uh a new uh a new map of set or is this just the 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 retirement look right now
2: well it's been like this for a while you know, often probably a uh, couple years uh two three maybe but it's supposed to connect but I... <laughs> all
0: right I'll see you in about a year
2: <laughs> it won't connect it doesn't grow here but be nice if it did I'd have a full beard not just like a half beard and a mustache
0: (laughs) well it looks good anyway my man so uh Matt pleasure and thank you so much for the time man and uh you know we'll we'll be catching up CES has events I know uh their next card I'm sure they're gonna have a great send send off for you in that cage and uh Hmm. be a special special night uh their next card so Matt man thank you so much bro and uh you know I'll talk talk to you very soon
2: all right, Steve. Thanks for calling, man. Get some I'm, rest. All right, I'll try. Later, buddy.
0: Later. Well, there you go. Matt Bassett. I had no idea he was uh retiring. It was it was um a little shocking to me. Not shocking. It was very uh, I was very happy for him, but I was sad because I wasn't gonna see, see him fight again. But with that said, let me just tell you, Matt retiring I do believe that means uh, there's a featherweight title and there's a lightweight title open for CES. and um, They might have another title open, I'm not sure. But, um, Jay Perrin, I want to say congratulations to you for winning uh, the CES Bantamweight title uh, with a ran naked choke that put the man to sleep. Uh, Congratulations on that. We'll catch up down the road. Uh, With that said... Um, I'm done. It's time to get out of here. Thank you for tuning in. Thank you to my guest. See you next week.